I'm Jurgi Urrutia. This is the Alia Graphic Podcast. But before we start talking about comics and libraries, it's really important that I acknowledge the Bunurong people of the Kulin Nation as the custodians of the land from where I'm speaking. And I acknowledge that sovereignty was never ceded. I pay respect to their elders past, present and emerging and extend that respect to all First Nations people across the land. We need a treaty. Now, this actually has been a great month for comics in Australia. And I want to talk about a few things. But first of all, uh, joining me today, um, I've got Marisa. How are you going? Hey, pretty good. Yeah. I am enjoying my piles of manga to read. Excellent. Yes. And I think we're going to talk about manga today. So that's exciting. Yes. Yeah. But uh, look, uh, first, uh, I, w- I want to talk about um, uh, the news that Savda Ahmed, um, and Still Alive, um, yes. won the Book of the Year Award in the New South Wales Premier's Literary Awards, which really shouldn't be a surprise to anyone who's read it. It's, it is a monumental uh, piece of work, yeah, and uh, something that we actually championed as soon as it was uh, released. We interviewed Safda about a year ago, more or less. So if you want to go through our archives um, on our podcast, um, it should be there about a year ago, more or less. Uh, so uh, you can listen to that. It was a great conversation. And, uh, you know, so congratulations to Safda and 12 Panels Press. Uh, this is really, really exciting. And But w- what did take me by surprise is that um, a book award like the premier, um, the premier's literary awards um, have awarded a graphic novel. Because um, uh, and actually for two years in, in row they've been actually paying attention to graphic novels. Because last year they actually shortlisted Mike Barry's um, Action Tank uh, book two. Uh, so it's it's great to see book awards uh, starting to recognize Australian graphic novels uh, more because we also had the Stella uh, Awards shortlisting uh, Stonefruit. So uh, very exciting times, and I think uh, things are slowly changing. They're paying a bit more attention to graphic novels, which is really exciting because we do have some really amazing creators and great books being published, and also like kind of minority voices to a certain extent i don't know about action tank sorry but it seems like still alive and stone fruit both have the kind of perspective that you don't really see in mainstream media yeah yeah well we do have quite diverse creators because we also have remy Lai. Uh, uh, who did Pocasso, uh, um, and we have uh, people like uh, Gavin on Fang from Perth as well. Um, so we actually have quite diverse creators, I feel, um, in Australia. They just wh- don't which always is really get the awards. Yeah, yeah. So very exciting. And um, I was also quite pleased to see that uh, ABC published quite an extensive article about the awards and um, they really focused a lot on SAFTA as well. Um, so um, that's worth uh, checking out that article. And uh, obviously 
it will be on our uh, roundup on our blog. So make sure you check that. So I think it's really, really exciting to see all these, uh, not just great Australian creators coming out and producing great work, but also to see quite a diverse uh, range of creators coming out. So very exciting. And of course, we um, um, it was also great that we recently had the Brazen Comics Festival in Sydney. I'm in Melbourne. I couldn't attend, but I've heard good things about the festival. Uh, so, yeah, it's great to see festivals like this coming up. Uh, and, uh, of course, uh, in um, the first weekend of August, uh, we're, we're going to have the Perth Comic Arts Festival coming up. And uh, within the Perth Comic Arts Festival, they're also going to give out the Comic Arts Awards of uh, Australia. So that's, uh, that's definitely a very exciting event coming up, uh, first weekend of August. And I actually uh, just recently got the tickets and accommodation. So I'm actually coming to Perth um, to check it out. Yes, uh, I'm really, really excited about that. It's also my first time going to Western Australia and um, I'm, I'm hoping to have a great time and to meet some people face-to-face, including some, uh, some people from our own group who are from Western Australia and uh, I'm looking forward to meeting them in person. So, yeah, very exciting. Yeah, uh, what did you have, Marisa? Well, what did you want to talk about? Well, in terms of news article type things, uh, I am a big reader of manga, which is very obvious to anyone that talks to me for a length of time. And (laughs) uh, I was really excited to see the um, list of manga suitable for primary school libraries. That um, someone named Sarah Smith has gotten published. Yep. (sighs) Because so many of these series are already near and dear to my heart. I may not have read these particular books themselves, but I heart them long time already anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Things like Kingdom Hearts and... Card Captor Sakura and Legend of Zelda, those are things I grew up with. Yeah. And I can imagine that the Splatoon books, if they were in color, oh my goodness, there would be so much color. <laughs> my, my, my son reads the uh, Splatoon, loves it. Um, he's also read all the Zeldas. Nice. Um, and um, um, yeah, uh, and also he loves the the last one in the list actually, which is um, uh, uh, the, the, Fox the Fox and Little and Tanuki. Tanuki one? Yes. Oh, he absolutely loves that series, and um, I've read them myself, and it's a beautiful series, really gorgeous, really really yeah. gorgeous. I highly recommend it. Looks it. so cool. And I've read because um, I don't read much manga actually, uh, but. I have read the Zelda ones and I enjoyed them. Nice. Um, I've read the Fox and Little Tanuki and I've, already, uh, I've also read Witch Hat Atelier and I'm really loving that series. 
Uh, I haven't read all the volumes that have come out, but I've read the first, I think, six. I think I'm up to six. Nice. And it's a really heartwarming, really, really lovely series, <laughs> you know. So, yeah, uh, it's, a, it's a good list, this one. Yep. I haven't gotten that far into the series yet. It's one that I started reading, mm-hmm. uh, I think, soon after I moved here when I was still in my, oh my goodness, I am so excited. They have things that are in English in the libraries in this country. I Mm -hmm. can read all the things. And I think I only got through like three, but those three were really good. Yeah. And it's so cool that some of these are things that actually have an anime to them as well. Yeah. So for those that want to like, hear it and see it moving instead of just reading it that's an option and you know as always the let's see what the difference is between the book version and the version on the tv screen (laughs) yeah oh dear goodness the my neighbor seki uh i think that's like tonari no seki-kun something like that as Someone from a teaching background, mm-hmm. this Seki dude drives me absolutely bonkers with the stuff that he gets away with. <laughs> and the fact that the poor girl with the seat next to him keeps getting in trouble. Oh. Just like, ah, why? Why does this boy get to do these things? I taught in a high school in Japan and they didn't get up to anything nearly this crazy. (laughs) But then again, I don't think I would space out enough to not notice a student trying to build a baking soda volcano on their desk in the middle of class. Uh, That that (sighs) series I didn't know, I didn't know of, but it looks really, really cute. I have to say. It, it yeah. is. And if I'm remembering correctly, the episodes are fairly <laughs> short for the anime adaptation of it. Cool. It just, it will drive you bonkers if you're from a teaching background, because you'll just be like, yeah. this child, why are they doing this thing in the middle of class time? <laughs> et cetera, et cetera. Another thing that I, I wanted to say also is in, in, in this list, uh, uh, Sarah's put a man and his cat by Umi ah, Sakurai yeah. and I don't know that one but it looks really cute I've got something uh, I, I'm I'm very allergic to cats actually I've um, very aggressively allergic to cats uh, and I've been to emergency a couple of times um, because of cats but I love them and uh, and uh, this looks really cute um, uh, and I love cat manga Yeah, um, I am in a somewhat similar boat where I like cats that are in stories Mm -hmm. because they can be cute and fluffy and adorable and they Mm -hmm. don't make me sneeze. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. (laughs) Yeah, because, for for example, I've been reading um, at at my library, we have uh, Sue and Little Tai Chan. Oh, yeah. And... That, is, that, that series so is absolutely delightful. Absolutely delightful. I know, I know that it's for kids, but I don't care. I've read it and I absolutely love it. It's adorable. 
absolutely. I think adorable. that might have been one of the ones I was considering getting while I still lived in Japan because I figured if it's for children, maybe it will have words I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I highly recommend it. Suan Little Tai Chan um, yes. is absolutely gorgeous. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, for, for me, it's a 10 out of 10. Nice. Yeah. And I could probably gush about several other things on this list. But you know what? There are other things that are more recent that might be worth gushing about because you can go back to that list later on your own. Yeah. Um, hmm. I guess it's also worth noting that manga just in general is doing super well, uh, at least in the U.S. Yeah. And that's that's probably not counting all of the scholastic book fair <laughs> goings on. Also, I'm super jealous because that stuff didn't exist when I was in elementary school or middle school myself and i feel slightly jealous that these today's children get to read these fantastic things harumph yeah yeah and how is tokyo pop 25 years old yeah that's um that uh, i thought they'd been around longer but uh yeah 25 years still um yeah amazing so congratulations on your 25 years, Tokyo Pop, and uh, we look forward to 25 more. So you had other things you wanted to talk about? Yeah, uh, look, just uh, just quickly, uh, there are also a couple of uh, podcasts uh, this month uh, that are interesting and uh, worth uh, listening to. So Graphic Nature Podcast, which is a podcast that I highly recommend everyone subscribes to. Uh, they, they in Graphic Nature podcast essentially they do long interviews with creators, very much like our creator chats, and they're all Australian creators as well. And uh, this month they had a new episode with Safda Ahmed, um, quite timely because he just received the award as well, and I'm pretty sure that was recorded before he received the award. But uh, yeah, so uh, great episode worth listening to and also in the the words and nerds podcast uh they uh have um nat, nat amor and mike barry uh who uh they just published a book called we we run tomorrow it's not a graphic novel but it's also not just simply a prose book it's a middle grade book that is mainly prose, but actually has some comic book segments as well. And Mike Barry uh, is the creator of Action Tank, and uh, who I mentioned before, and oh, yeah. uh, he's provided all the comic book segments. Uh, and um, from the sounds of it, I listened to the episode, and it sounds like Nat and Mike really worked uh, together really well and really collaborated in creating this book. Uh, so, um, so yeah, that, that's a great episode to listen to as well. I highly, highly recommend it. And if you want, uh, we can move to new titles. Sure. 
Yeah. So um, it looks like we've got several good ones coming out this month. Yeah. Uh, look, this month actually it's exciting. We've got three titles that have an Australian um, Australian creators. Uh, so Yay. we've got Peep and Pete's Antarctic Adventures by Damien Castellini and Martin Alars. And that's actually published by, uh, published by Australian Geographic. Uh, and if so, it's Antarctic, that means there's penguins. Yeah. And it sounds like it's the start of a series where they're going to be uh, publishing different adventures in different parts of the world and cool. all kind of related to the environment and climate change and things like that. So it uh, sounds like a really interesting series that uh, Australian Geographic is starting to publish. The other nice. one is The Greatest Thing by Sarah, um, Sarah Winifred Cyril, and, uh, uh, which is published by Alan and Unwin. And uh, Sarah here, um, comes from the UK, but she's living now in Australia. So we've adopted her and we claim her as Australian. Uh, so it's exciting to I see another book from her. And, of course, the last one is also our members Be Unlimited by Sam Wallman, uh, which is published by Scribe Publications. And uh, this is a really exciting nonfiction graphic novel that um, uh, basically tells the story of uh, unions and unionism and uh, is uh, going to be published uh, just next week. Um, or by the time you listen to this, actually, this week. And, <laughs> yep. The and, powers uh, of time travel. That's right. Yeah. And, uh, and I'm very happy to say also that uh, we're going to have a creative chat with Sam. Uh, and that should come out in, in a couple of weeks here, uh, around mid-June. So watch out for that one. It's a great conversation with Sam. And it's a great graphic novel that I highly recommend as well. Nice. Yeah. So how are you, Marisa? What uh, what stands out from this month's um, titles? Hmm. Well, from the things that are getting released and published in May, one that I was looking forward to ever since I saw the title is one called Crazy Food Truck. Yep. Um, I'm excited for the idea of like food truck in the wastelands uh but i don't know how crazy this crazy is going to be because it's not mm -hmm. actually ya rated so it will be an adventure and a half i'm sure mm -hmm. and it's the beginning of a new series so oh my goodness so you would put that one in the adult uh, category yes yeah, um, among other things, I think it opens with the food truck owner finding someone that is unconscious and unclothed. Yep. yep. Which is generally not teen or YA friendly if it's a human being and not like a dog. Yeah. So maybe better, better um, if we put it in adults and, you know, yeah. some teens may walk to that uh, <laughs> section and borrow it and that's okay yeah but you know depending on what library you're in it might be um <clears throat> interfiled among the other yeah 
fiction novels, uh, so it might be a little more difficult to find for yeah. those aspiring teens. Hmm. Excellent. So, of course, what about you, you? Of course, you recommended a manga. And <laughs> me, uh, personally, I recommend um, uh, Shadow of the Bird, which is book two of uh, Lightfall. Uh, by Team Probert. And uh, the, the first book I absolutely uh, loved. I, I fell in love with it. I think um, it was just a really beautiful uh, fantasy, uh, beautifully illustrated. Like the art is just uh, outstanding. Um, what was the first one? The girl and the. Galdurian. The girl Galdurian, and the Galdurian. right. Yeah. So um, I've been really looking forward to the second book. And I was actually very pleasantly surprised that it's coming out fairly quickly. So Yes, um, especially considering that it ended on kind of a cliffhanger. Yes, it did. So, yeah, very pleasantly surprised. It's come out pretty quickly. I'm really excited to read the second book. Uh, and um, uh, I'm sure it's going to be beautiful to go back yes. to that world. Uh, to that adventure, and uh, again, you know, I'm looking forward to this beautiful art that uh, Tim presented in the first book. So, very excited. I also like that there is a digital version of it. Yeah. I I may or may not have uh, completely binged Girl in the Galdorian on my phone. Yep. <laughs> yep. Excellent. And uh, so I'm glad you enjoyed it as well. That's uh, yes. Yeah. So if you don't have uh, Lightfall uh, by Team Probert uh, in your library, make sure you order it. Both of us re highly recommend it. Yep. And uh, possibly two copies. Yeah. And is there anything else that you you've read recently that uh, maybe you'd like to talk and recommend before we finish? Hmm. Well, um, in the land of manga, my glorious homeland, um, the series Spy Family is pretty fantastic. I am trying to be a good little me and catch up on the manga before I start watching the anime. And it's a struggle. But I have now finished book five, and I am still loving the series so much, and I can't wait to see how they bring the characters to life mm -hmm. uh, in terms of, like, voicing them, <laughs> because that, that, that will be fun. Um, and there's also, like, most of the manga that I read is you know, multi-volume, ongoing series type things. But yeah. every so often there's one that gets to be just a single volume because it's one of the shorter ones. Yeah. And I read one of those recently. Um, it's one that's called Our Dining Table. And it came out, I think the original, the Japanese version was in like 2017. But Seven Seas actually picked it up to uh, translate it to English at, in like 2019. And it is just outright adorable. Um, it 
I think it technically counts as boys' love because the uh, two main protagonists that end up in a relationship by the end of it are both male. But Mm -hmm. the real focus here is on, like, affection and family and how you can cook and eat a meal together instead of the... uh, overly romantic pining after each other etc etc that some of the other series go for Mm -hmm. this one is just sweet and adorable and one of the main characters has a little brother that's like four um and yeah it's it's adorable and i'm going to need to go discover if the author has written anything else yeah it's good with when you discover something like that, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Excellent. Well, um, I think uh, for me, just to, uh, just to finish, um, I'd like to say uh, that uh, there, we, we will have more information coming soon about uh, the Perth Comic Arts Festival and the Comic Arts Awards of Australia. I'm hoping to have uh, Bruce... Uh, Mutard, who is the director of uh, the Comic Arts Awards and also the uh, Comic Arts Festival. I'm hoping to have him on our next podcast. Um, so, um, talking about what's coming up mm-hmm. and giving us the lowdown. Uh, also, uh, make sure you check out the creator chat coming up in the next couple of weeks with Sam about our members Be Unlimited, uh, a really interesting graphic novel non-fiction graphic novel about the history of unionism. And did we mention Graphic Novel Club already? No, I was just about to. And uh, Ah, mind reading. Excellent. Yes, we got superpowers here. Uh, Our our next Graphic Novel Club session will actually be on a Thursday uh, night. So Thursday, June 23 at 8 p.m. This is something new that we're trying uh, some people have been telling us that uh, they just cannot do Sundays, but uh, so we're trying Thursday night, um, June 23 at 8 p.m. As always, it's free, it's on Zoom. Uh, you just need to register and join us and have a chat. And if you want to check out what graphic novels we're doing uh, this month, uh, you can check them out on our blog. Thank you for listening. Uh, and uh, yeah, if you want to know more, check out our blog post with all the news, all the links, and all the new titles that uh, we think will be a great addition to your library's collection. Thank you, Marisa, for joining me Thank today. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Alia Graphic Podcast. Hit the subscribe button on our YouTube page and subscribe to our podcast on Apple Podcasts. You can also follow us on Twitter at Aliagraphic, email us at aliagraphicinfo at gmail.com and check our blog, aliagraphic.blogspot.com for updates, monthly roundups of news and new release titles.